Welcome to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Each weekday, Dr. Crisp will be discussing biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Tune in daily to start your day right and deepen your understanding of how to better walk the way and enjoy the journey. Here's your host, Dr. Tony Crisp. Welcome to On the Way. This is Tony Crisp, and this is Podcast 189. Today, and for a couple of days, I'm going to answer questions related to books. Everywhere I go and through email and when I talk with people face-to-face, many times over the phone, people will call me up and say, what is a good book for this? What is a good book for that? Could you just put out a list of books we ought to have? Well, I did that years ago, and I may do that again and update it, but I want to give you some of the categories of books you need to have. Now, I understand that you can get online and you can get a lot of resources today, and if you can do that, praise the Lord you do that. Whatever you want to do that will help you to study, you do that. There are programs out there like Bible Hub. And of course, the Cadillac of all programs to me is Logos, L-O-G-O-S, Logos. It is the best that I've ever used. It's very expensive. But if you are a pastor, certainly you would want that because it will save you study time once you have taken a course on how to use it because you just about have to have a course and certainly some training to learn how to use it to its full effect. I've had a course in it, and I still don't know a whole lot about it, but I get by on it. But I am really old-fashioned in my approach to study. I love books, have close to 10,000 that I'm about to get rid of most of those, give them to some library somewhere that will use them for the glory of God. I have many uh, collectible books, uh, but I love books, and I have spent my life studying the old-fashioned way. And there is something about that that lets you find a page, not on a screen, but in a book. You can mark it. You can go back to it. You can reference it. You can cite it. And I know it's not the most convenient, but it's been around for several thousand years, and I still think it's the best way. So let me get on with what I'm doing here and help you to understand. People ask me about study Bibles all the time. I don't believe any one man, as great as they are, writes as well on all subjects as they do on some. I studied under Charles Ryrie, uh, took uh, theology courses under him, so I have the Ryrie Study Bible that I've used for years and years and years. I am switching over now to the New King James Study Bible by Holman, simply because I like the print, I like the formatting. In any study Bible. You need to look for features like essays. You need to look for maps. You need to look for graphics because all of that nowadays needs to be top notch. And that will save you a lot of time and study. The notes, some you're going to agree with and some you're not. If you're one that has to agree with every jot and tittle and everything has to be just in line, you're not going to use a study Bible at all because you'll constantly be upset because somebody doesn't agree with you. There's really no hope for you at any point and and study because uh, everybody's not going to agree with you, but you have to learn to be like a good Southern eater. If you're eating chicken and you get a bone, you just take the meat and gnaw around the bone, throw it away and keep on eating. And so I'm saying to you, I'm going to recommend some books to you that will help you in your study. And so as far as study Bibles, I would recommend if you're into the Christian study Bible that's out by 
Holman. That's a great study Bible. It's a different translation a bit. I'm not really into it, but boy, they've got great, great contributors that wrote the notes in that. Again, a one-person study Bible kind of person, I would say you need to stick with a MacArthur study Bible or a Ryrie study Bible, something along those lines. Those are my two favorites. But I like where you have in the notes and the contributors a multitude of people because you're more likely to get concentrated study on someone who has mastered some book or mastered some area of study, and they have enlisted them to be a part of the study. Bible. And so again, I use the New King James Study Bible uh, that's put out by Holman, and it's a little bit big and weighty, but it is very good. It's got good formatting, and and that's as important to me as a teacher and preacher to where I can find things easily. But let me get on with just some basic books. I'm going to give you uh, about 10 to a dozen books that I would recommend to you. In every category, there are several that I could recommend. I'm going to recommend the most friendly to use. And concordances, everybody needs a good concordance. And it's not just useful to find words and how many times they're used. That's the least that a concordance is used for. A concordance will tell you meanings of words. So most use the Strong's uh, concordance. I certainly use that, but I don't use it a lot. If I'm going to use a concordance, I usually use the Young's analytical concordance. It's not popular. It's very easy to use. And in the back, in the Hebrew and Greek section, every Everything's in English and alphabetized, and it will tell you how other ways that certain words are used. Like, for instance, if you're looking up the word fellowship, you'll see the word koinonia, the Greek word koinonia. And then when you look that up, you're going to see that it's translated so many times share, so many times distribute, so many times participate, so many times fellowship. Well, what that does is usage is one of the ways besides root, the study of roots, which is called etymology, the usage is many times and how words are used in other contexts will tell you more about the meaning of words than what the etymology or the root will. And so if you use a Strong's and a Young's analytical concourse together, you can buy these things now on sale for not a lot of money. And so I would encourage you to get both if you're going to get a concordance. If you're going to get something that will give you some background on the Bible, the text that I use in the classroom and also that I use in general study is by uh, Geisler and Nix, William Nix. And it's called A General Introduction to the Bible. A General Introduction to the Bible by Geisler and Nix. I used this years ago, Norman Geisler and William Nix. I had a class under William Nix, and it was absolutely fascinating. What this does, by the way, you're saying, why do I need general introduction to the Bible? Well, I'm going to help you to understand why you need it by just reading you some of the table of contents. For instance, Part one is inspiration of the Bible, the structure and divisions of the Bible, the definition of inspiration, several theories of inspiration, scriptural claim for inspiration in general, on and on and on in the New Testament, the Old Testament, how the Bible was canonized. You say, well, what does canonize mean? Well, read the book and you'll find out. It's interesting. Then transmission of the Bible. How do we know that we have a reliable text today that you're reading? And so it goes into all of that. It's a general introduction to the 
the Bible, how we got the Bible, how it, we know it's reliable. Can we depend on it? And you say, well, yes, I can depend on it. Well, if you were to be pushed on it, how would you know that? And that's what this will answer for you and help you to answer. Two books that I think are indispensable if you're going to understand the Bible and the great story of God. These are by the same man. This man's name is Dr. Eugene Merrill, M-E-R-R-I-L-L, Eugene H. Merrill. Two books that really helped me out to grasp the great story of God. One is An Historical Survey of the Old Testament. An Historical Survey of the Old Testament by Eugene Merrill. And the other is Kingdom of Priest by Eugene Merrill. Kingdom of Priest. Those are two books that are indispensable. If you can just get one of those, get uh, an historical survey of the Old Testament. I use uh, both of these as text in teaching Old Testament. They are good, good uh, materials. Also, if you're looking for just an introduction to all the books and so forth, I would encourage you to go to the Encountering series in both the Old and New Testament because they have the best graphics, they have the best uh, maps, they have everything that will help you to understand it. Encountering the Old Testament, that's the name of the series, Encountering the Old Testament by Bill Arnold and uh, Brian Baer. I want to encourage you to get that just simply because of the CD-ROM that's in the back of it. Unless they have changed it, that CD-ROM is worth the price of the book because you can get on there and put it in your computer. They probably now have it in a chip or something like that or a scan disk because everything is updated now. But it is tremendous. It gives you geography, history, gives you pictures of all the different regions of the land of Israel. So it is a wonderful book. It is uh, historical. It is theological in its survey orientation. So I think you'll be blessed by it. In the New Testament, Encountering the New Testament by Ewell and also by Robert Yarbrough, I would encourage you to get those. And what these do is these surveys and introductory books, what they do it's like a handbook, only it's expanded, and it gives you who wrote the book, to whom it was written, what was the theme, and so forth. And sometimes they hit it, sometimes they don't, but most of the time it's good. And so I would encourage you. These are just general, good, basic reference books that you need. I would encourage you to go, if you're going to uh, buy a Bible dictionary, just forget the Bible dictionary and get the Zondervan Pictorial Encyclopedia of the Bible. It's five volumes. The Zondervan Pictorial Encyclopedia of the Bible. They used to be sky high, but now you can get them many places. The last time I looked, for less than $100. Now, you're going to have to invest some money into some books if you're going to stay, but the Zondervan Pictorial Encyclopedia of the Bible is five volumes, Merrill Tenney is a great scholar. He oversaw and edited as the general editor all of the articles that are in the Zondervan Pictorial Encyclopedia of the Bible. So I would encourage you to get that. It is a great tool. For those of you who want to do word studies and you know a little bit of how to transliterate words and you're wanting to do more than just the Vines Old Testament word study and the Vines New Testament word study, which is a good volume to have. Most of the time you can get that not in two volumes, but in one, and it's kind of all put together in a larger book. That'll give you the basic roots of words, give you how it's used and so forth. But if you're ever wanting more than that, the New International Dictionary 
of New Testament theology is really the magnum opus for the layperson and for the pastor who does not know a lot of Greek and Hebrew. It's uh, edited by Colin Brown, uh, C-O-L-I-N Brown. He is the general editor. It is a three-volume set. It is really a tremendous volume. Those of you who are real study geeks and you want to search the roots of words, it'll give you the classical meanings as it was used. For instance, in Greek, it will give you the Old Testament, the way that it was in the Septuagint the way it was used, its counterpart words in Hebrew. Then it will give you the New Testament usage, and it is just tremendous. And that is the New International Dictionary of New Testament Theology. It's three volumes. If you're looking for a Christian theology, a systematic theology book, I would encourage you to get uh, Erickson's book, E-R-I-C-K-S-O-N, called Christian Theology by Erickson. It is a general theology. There's a lot of theologies out there, and I have read many of them. But I would just say for the person who is just now beginning to study Christian theology, this was used for years in our seminaries as Southern Baptists as just the standard theology. Some would go to Gruden, and, and there's all kinds of them out there that you're going to encounter if you really start looking into systematic theologies. Systematic theology is a method of studying theology, and it takes the systematic theme all the way through the Bible, like the doctrine of God, the doctrine of Jesus Christ, the doctrine of the Son, rather, the doctrine of the Holy Spirit, and on and on and on, the fall, uh, sin, all of these categories that uh, different people categorize theology. That's called systematic theology. There's historical theology. There's all kinds of theologies. But just the plain systematic theology that many of you are looking for, I would uh, recommend Erickson. I think Baker still has the uh, copyright on that. So these are just a few books that I want to give to you to help you to understand how to study. If you have any questions about study or the latest books outside of just these general books, just write me at questions at TonyCrisp.org, and I'll give you the very best answer I possibly can. Tomorrow I'm going to deal with books that deal with Israel, historical uh, geographies, and um, books that will help you to understand the background of the Bible in its uh, Jewish context. I'll recommend some of those tomorrow because many of you that have studied with me, you say, where do you find this stuff? Some of it you're not going to find in one book. You have to look at a lot of books. You have to study a lot of rabbinical writings and so forth. But that's on down the road. I'll give you some that will help you to get started tomorrow. But that's all for now. For On The Way, this is Tony Crisp. Thanks for listening to On The Way with Tony Crisp. Tune in every weekday for information on biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Fridays are for your questions. Email your questions to questions at TonyCrisp.org. Then just listen for your question to be answered on Friday's podcast. That's questions at TonyCrisp.org. Thanks for listening and have a blessed day on the way.